Blog Talk Radio. the novice female sports fans because we are always trying to help educate the ladies on the fundamentals of baseball, basketball, and football. And we come to you each and every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Several ways for you to join this show. One, Old Faithful, pick up that telephone and dial 347-826-7924. You can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 That is the number two. Or you can catch us live and in living color, as they will be doing here shortly, Facebook Live. Tina D. Jackson is the name, all right? Don't forget to follow the show. Again, that homepage, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 uh, Make sure to click the follow link. More importantly, make sure to activate your email. Otherwise, your name and number will not be counted. And you can also find us in iTunes. Just type in Sports 2 with TJ and click subscribe, all right? Just that simple. Okay, housekeeping out of the way, Wednesday, September 29th, we are at the end of the month of September. That means we are what? Count them, October, November, December. We are what? Three months away from Christmas. Can you believe it? Excuse me. I felt it coming. (laughs) So sorry for that, y'all. But three months, we are in, uh, we'll be in December, headed to Christmas, end of the year, and then it'll be time to start it all over again. That is the beauty of football season, but then it also reminds us that, you know, we're at the end of the year. But we're only in week three, almost a quarter of the season in the books. And uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, the 2021 NFL season has not disappointed at all. I'm telling you, if if you're a football fan, you are in high heaven. And if you're not a football fan, then what, what have you been doing with your life? Okay, that's all I have to say. So let's see. That's really that's all, all on my mind tonight. It's already the end of September. We're headed into October. Libra season. Hey, I got a Libra in my life, my brother. Okay, so let's tell you what. Let's go ahead and get to the rundown, get to the get down of what we will be talking about tonight. What? Upsets, comebacks, and you have got to be kidding. You already know 
NFL Week 3 recap. We will talk about it. To be or not to be vaccinated in the NBA, yes, the conversation is real. And a um, an icon, uh, actually, of in, um, in the NBA, of the NBA, NBA speaks out on it. So we'll, hopefully we'll get a chance to talk about that. Of course, NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball news and notes, Wednesday Wikipedia, Lou Sender's lyrics, TJ's motivational moment, as you already know, another jam-packed show for you. So get ready, get ready, get ready. Okay, just get ready because you already know how we do it here on LL Sports 2. So we will go ahead and jump into our first break. Breaks tonight, really no rhyme, no reason, but we will be celebrating a birthday boy uh, and one of the groups you hear tonight. But hopefully just some feel-good music for you uh, to tap your foot and bob your head, okay? But we will go ahead and get into our first break, and then after that we will be bringing in the ladies to discuss NFL Week 2. I can't wait. All right, y'all, LL Sports 2. DJ, let's get it.
Karen White for you there. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. And we are now live on Facebook. It is LL Sports 2 with TJ. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the show tonight. We have Denise Green, as always, holding down that timeline fort for your girl, Jerome Davis, I see you in the house. I think I saw Misty in there. My auntie, Karen, hold it down, representing for the Chi-Town. Jerome, and he says, doing good. Now them Bucks about to go on a big winning streak. Brady got punched in the mouth, and that's what we needed. Okay, then. Well, go ahead and get punched in the mouth then. That's what you want to happen to the Bucks because that's exactly what happened. And we are going to talk about all of it right now. As soon as we bring in the ladies of sports. Oh, oh. Um, hold on. It's messing up on me. Come on now. You can't mess up on me now. Hello, hey, people. <laughs> oh, you better bring it Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Is the, is, it, all I want to know for the show is the foe present. Well, I ain't going to make you wait no more. How about that? <laughs> it is. Good evening. Yes. I'm so glad I'm go, we're going to have a show. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to predict it now, people. Ain't got nothing to do with Aunt Lou and, and, uh, and NyQuil. We're going to have an awesome show tonight. So everybody needs to come in. Come in, tap in, call in, do whatever you got to do. But you need to be here. Come on now. What the the apple has been thrown down. All right, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, uh, I, I haven't heard that the fourth of the fifth and fourth. Yes, ma'am, I'm here. Okay. Yeah, we, yeah, we you better be here, you and Miss Terry, because I got some good lyrics tonight. All right, now, oh, dear. We we're just happy to have you back, <laughs> Lou. You know, I must admit, um, you know how they how you have the what, what is it, the three monkeys here? No, even see, no, even what is it? Speak here, see. I, I, I miss not hearing you, Aunt Lou. I really did. Well, I'm Lou it's not even with a vengeance. I'm just back because I'm glad I can talk. I'm back to be able to talk, but I'm so happy that, you know, all of our teams are winning. Not just TJ and I. TJ's number one right now, but, you know, it's all good. Well, I ain't number one right now because we showed it and went last week. But, hey, we got one winner on this on this phone line tonight, and we are going to get to it. So let's go ahead and jump into week three. We'll talk about pretty much all of the, the major, um, major games here, but I will go over all of them. So let's take it off. Thursday night, it was the Panthers uh, beating the Texans 24-9. to uh, It was a pretty good game to start off, but the Panthers took care of business. They did end up losing um, McCaffrey, though. It, I think it was first or second quarter. It was the first part of the game. Um, he did leave with a hamstring injury, I believe. And I have not heard anything as of late if he will be available for this week. But a little bit closer than it needed to be. But Sam Darnold got into a rhythm and he was able to uh, pull out the win for the Panthers on Thursday night. Kick it off on Sunday. J.K. Anthony in the house, thank y'all so much for tuning in to the show. I'm going to try to get y'all as y'all come in, but if I miss you, please charge it to my head and not my heart. All right, let's kick it off. Chargers at the Chiefs. It's really an upset. We all know how it is when playing with a divisional. Oh, goodness, hold on one sec. Now I got something coming up on my phone here. Do you want why would I want to do that? Okay, here we go. I think we're back live. 
on Facebook Live. Sorry about that. Y'all got some new things coming up on the on the system here. And I hope you can see me because it looks like I got a little bit darker. But, all right, here we go. We got this. We got it. Devil's always busy. No, nope, not going to do that. No, nope, not that either. How do I get back to where I was? Okay. <laughs> there we go. Anyway, Chargers Chiefs. Chargers. I don't even know if this was an update that I was saying because you know how divisional games go when you when you play with the divi- uh, play two teams in a division, everything goes out the window. Stats, records, uh, who it doesn't matter who's lined up, who's on the roster, who's suited up. Um, two teams in the same division will always give their best effort. But it was the Chargers over the Chiefs, 30-24. Herbert, 26 of 38, 281 yards, four touchdowns. Eckler, 11 rushes, 55 yards. Uh, Keenan Allen, eight receptions for 50 yards and a touchdown. Williams, seven receptions for 122 yards and two touchdowns. For the Chiefs, Mahomes, 27 of 44, 260 yards. He did have three touchdowns, also two interceptions. Edward Hilaire, 17 rushes, 400 yards. He had another um, turnover, a fumble. Kelsey, seven receptions for 104 yards, and Tyreek Hill, five receptions for 56 yards, and Tyreek Hill also had a fumble. For the Chargers, um, Mike Williams, his uh, go-ahead touchdown reception with 32 seconds left. That was a career high, 102 receiving yards. And for Herbert, he is now 2-0 in his career on the road and at KC, and also his second game of his career with four passing touchdowns and zero interceptions. For the Chiefs, they are now 1-2 and two after their week three loss to the Chargers. This is the first time they have a uh, losing streak since week 10 of 2015, and the Chiefs are currently fourth in the AFC West. Raiders and Broncos both with a 3-0 and record. Ladies, let's talk about it um, first. If you were or how surprised you were that the Chargers went into KC and gave them the second straight loss at home. Hey, um, Lou, we'll have you kick that off. Girl, I was surprised as a horse on a bull, as a dog on a cat, as a squirrel on a rabbit. Ain't none of that rhyming. It don't even matter. It, it might and even ain't none of that ever possible. So, yeah, you were surprised. <laughs> I was so that means that that means that I was surprised. You gummer pal, surprise, surprise, and waving my hand at the same time. I could not believe it. I didn't. I don't know they had a new quarterback in town, but that boy was better than I don't even know what to say. He made my my my, my number one quarterback just look bad. I tell you, I had to go to another game. It was better. I had to go watch the Browns. I really had to watch the Browns and the Bears. That was a better game for me. Okay. All right. Terry, what about you? How surprised were you, or if if you were surprised? I was kind of surprised, but you know, most of the time we have those those rivalry rivalry teams that that play. You know, they they run neck and neck. But I'm gonna be like, um, I'm gonna say like, um, Janelle, Patrick Mahone need to get some act right on, because the last the last past game and the last ending, he just seemed to mess up. Hmm. Okay. I, I was I was I wasn't shocked. I was surprised. I wasn't as shocked as you know as far as the the, the game. But uh-huh. yeah, Patrick Mahomes. He just he more so. I was upset with him because it's not like this is his first time. This is the past two games he's messed up. So I'm need mm-hmm. to get him to get some act right. Okay. All right. 
Head out to Miss Laverne tuning in to the show tonight. Thank y'all so much, everybody, for tuning in to the show. LL Sports 2 with Keith Day. It is the fearsome force in the house. Ain't Lou, Harry, Janelle, Keith Day. Janelle. Surprise? No? Yeah, I definitely was surprised. I didn't expect the Chargers to play so well, but I really thought that, you know, we, we keep saying that the Chiefs like to do that come-from-behind thing, and I I thought that um, the week before last when they when they lost the game that that was going to teach them not to do that, but apparently not. They just, uh, they've gotten into this swing of things where they, you know, get behind and like to come, you know, in a, usually in the fourth quarter come swinging back, but I don't know what's going on with Mahomes. He couldn't get it together. Talk about it. I think I think their style of play is catching up with them. Am I shocked that the okay? Let me see. Am I shocked that the Chargers won? Yes, I am because we know that the Chargers play the Chiefs very well. But I was shocked because they were able to finally pull it off. We know they've come yeah. real close a lot of times. I think it was last season. They played they play them uh, real tight all the way down to the end. But like like we said, you know, the Chiefs, they always seem to find a way to win. It's like that's their style of play. They like to do that come from behind. And so was I shocked? Yes, I was. But then actually I wasn't surprised because, like I said, the Chargers have always been on their heels for the past two seasons. So I was just shocked that Kansas City, I think people – uh, well, I mean, I can't even say that they that they figured out the recipe because what was it? Thirty two seconds left. But my thing was, I was shocked at the uh, aggressiveness of the L.A. Chargers. Thirty two seconds left. They had the go ahead touchdown, but it was on a fourth and nineteenth play, I believe it was to go a uh, fourth and nine. I'm sorry, fourth and nine play in Kansas City. I mean, I, I just tip my hat to the Chargers, and I think this was this was a grow up game for them. It's like okay, we've been close all these all these times. We've finally gotten over that hump because you know how it is with Big Brother, Little Brother. KC has been the Big Brother in this division, and so I, I was really happy though that if I wanted to go with the Chargers, but again, Kansas is not going to lose two in a row, especially being at home. Once again, go with your first mind. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but yeah, what an awesome yep. game! So, oh, who's that? Go ahead. Yeah, Tina, I said the same thing, that I should have won my first mind. I second-guessed myself. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if this season is not showing us anything else, it is showing us that anything is possible. Anybody, any given Sunday. So I, 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 you have to throw all caution to the wind, and from now on I have got to go with my first mind, even though my first mind is still me wrong. But it, we, always, we always tell you 347-826-7924. You call us up, press number one, we bring you right on in. So 678-886, you are on with the ladies of sports. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. This is the Booger Man, and I'm back in Atlanta. Booger Man! What's going on, ladies? Oh, oh. What's on your mind? Okay, I'm going to talk to you for a minute. Welcome. Hey, I ain't coming. I, I ain't coming. Don't say it three times, though. I ain't coming, girl. boy. Who? It's, it's been a rough weekend for me, but it's been a fun one. But I'm gonna talk about the Kansas City Chiefs and the uh, the Chargers game. Auntie said that she went to watch the Bears game. That was a better game. No, she couldn't watch that game thinking that was a better game. She just didn't want to see Patrick Mahomes in a close one. <laughs> that's what I'm. Right. That's what I'm believing. But that that Bears <laughs> game was just out of got of control from the um from the jump. <laughs> But I'm going to say this about Kansas City. The offense ain't the problem. 
like you said, it was fourth and nine. You would think it's time for the defense to step up. That was winning. Exactly. So fourth and nine in thirty something seconds, your defense got your defense got to make that stop on fourth and nine. Yeah. And then another thing about Kansas City, they go sign Josh Gordon. Like I said, the offense is not a problem. You need to get somebody on defense. Mm. That, that's that's not the problem. The offense, you need to stop. You need to stop somebody. If they can stop somebody, then you won't have to have Patrick Mahomes running around there trying to do what he do. You know, um, right. they they style they style a play. Wasn't never Patrick Mahomes' problem. This they he had to score a bunch of points because their defense can't stop nobody. And so right. you know you're gonna have some bad games as a as a as a professional. I don't care how good you was. Every great player done had a couple of bad games, two or three bad games. But you, your defense is gonna have to stop somebody. And with right. um with them being with them being a bully, I don't even think he's a bully to Kansas uh, to uh to on um, the Chargers because right now. Uh, what's his name? The um, quarterback for the um, Chargers. He two and he two and one against Patrick Mahomes as exactly. as it stands now. He two That's and one, but he don't he don't care about him. Yeah, Herbert is two and one against Patrick Mahomes, and ain't too many people got that um got the ups on Patrick Mahomes besides him and Brady. Yeah. Brady got more wins against Patrick Mahomes than anybody, and um then old boy he got two wins against him. So hey, and and he beat him in Kansas City both times. Yep. Yeah. So right. they better stop somebody on defense before they can. Before they can do anything, they gotta recruit some defensive players over there. Look like they need to be the one to go get Richard Sherman, not us. So yeah, well, speak on it. But I, I know you want to talk about them Bucks. So go ahead and let's go ahead and bring up the Bucks and the, and the Rams game for us. Well, the Bucks game is is like this. Um, to me, everybody's saying Matthew Stafford playing good. Yeah, he playing good. But you gotta look at the defenses he played. He playing against the. The bottom five defenses in this in this league since you know since this season started. Um, mm-hmm. Right as of right now, Tampa Bay got the thirty first ranked pass defense. So um, with them saying Brady this, Brady that, Brady can't play defense. So we got we got turn we got turn around on defense. We can't rush the pass. We everybody got all day to throw the ball. Um, it just it just for me that's what we needed. Um, mm-hmm. Brady is the big bully of the NFL, and he got punched in the mouth by his defense. And so mm-hmm. now that woke him up. They went and got Richard Sherman. Um, we got a bunch of injuries on the defensive back end, so Richard Sherman's gonna come in there, and he ain't like like he's not what he used to be, but he's better than what we got. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big step up for us with with the leadership and um, you know what I'm saying with the veteran leadership that he got and knowing about the game, he can teach them young boys, but. It's what we really needed, and um, and I just hate it for uh, Matt Jones this week. Uh, Brady got punched in the mouth, and he's gonna take it out on that kid this Sunday night. You already know. You already know. But but in in the overall scheme of things, I mean, you're definitely not worried because you, like you said, you guys kind of banged up on that um, in your secondary on the defense. So yeah, we got we got we banged then, up, so we good. Last... So, go ahead. I don't know what's going on. I can't hear nothing now. Oh, we hear you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't hear now. It's um, everybody's sleeping on things, but hey, Carolina defense ain't playing, so they three and zero in the division, and they ain't they they ain't playing. That's they, right. They defense number like one or number two. They ain't playing, but that, now they got McCaffrey hurt, so we just looking at um, we looking at them and the Saints. We ain't worried about the Falcons. Falcons just bottom feeders now. Oh no! Not oh oh. Just say the oh. oh, Lord. Drone. Okay. Well, I'm going to escort you off this team. Don't you ever talk like that about the Falcons. 
I don't even say that, and I got all the rights and liberties and everything. All right. I got them, too. They ain't nothing. <laughs> all right, we're going to move on to the next topic. Cause she, she, um, feeling, she ain't up feeling about Atlanta. I just live here. That's all. <laughs> all right, Jerome. Well, thank you so much for calling in, all right? All right. All right. Until next time. Boogie Man, that's not even my team. I just don't want you talking about my girls' team like that. The only people that have that right is Lucinda. Ain't Lou. You must remember that. Uh, you don't have that right either. <laughs> Ooh, thank you. There's a riot. <laughs> thank you. Okay, somebody got my back. <laughs> All right, we'll find out. It's 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies of sports. Jerome said he, he well, hey, Louis, he, he said he, he has uh, just as much right to as, as get to the ladies. And I know you ain't never called him bottom feeder, but uh, you, you, you've you been pretty close. So don't act like you just ain't never said nothing. No, there ain't no bottom feeder. You don't do that. You don't do it, TJ. Hey, Louis is the only one get that privilege. Okay. All right. All right, so I tell you what, since you did uh, bring up the, the Chiefs and I'm, – I'm sorry, not the Chiefs. Um, well, let me say this. Ladies, were y'all finished talking about the Chiefs and the Chargers game? Anything else y'all wanted to mention about that? No? No, I was done. Okay. Um, well, actually, I, I did have – I was going to ask one question. Do we think that we're seeing the, the fall of the Chiefs or in the road? I think this is more so a bump in the road. I, I think that uh, they haven't had a, a, a straight two games back-to-back loss since the 2019 season, so I think they're going to get it together. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that this is going to be a, a, a long-term thing. I think they're going to find a way to – that defense is going to have to find a way to pull it together because I can't mm-hmm. see them win, losing three in a row. Yeah, I second and I third uh, with Michelle and uh, Terry. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Terry, were you going to add to that? No, I was just saying I agree with um, Janelle that I think it's just a bump in the road. They're going to get it together. They lost two. They can't do nothing but get it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they're going to get it get it together quick, fast, and in a hurry because being fourth in the division with the Broncos and um, the Raiders both being 3-0, and now we know the Broncos really haven't played anybody yet. Raiders, they seem to be the truth. I'm not, I'm not going to count the Raiders out. But they, they're they going to have to get it together quick, fast, in a hurry, and on the defensive side of the ball because we do know that that's where they are lacking right now. Um, okay, so real quick, we'll get to a couple of these other games. Colts, they fell to the Titans, 16-25. Uh, the Bengals, they pulled it out, beating the Steelers 24-10. to Joe Burrow, 14 of 18, 172 yards, three touchdowns. Najee Harris, he had 14 rushes for 40 yards, 14 receptions for 102 yards. But, ladies, is it time to call uh, bench for Ben Roethlisberger? And uh, this is a 1A and 1B question. Is it time to bench Roethlisberger? And is it time to make the call to Cam Newton to try to come in and and help save the season? Um, Terry, what do you think about that? I think that Ben needs – I think he he can be benched. He can be benched. I mean, he's beat up and, you know, um, and it's, this would be a good opportunity for no. him to come in. 
Yep. Yep. I, I think this will be a good opportunity for uh, Cam to come in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but I, I think being tonight. What's wrong with you people? No hearts tonight. Where are the hearts? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, hey, Lou, you got to let her get her, 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 her statement out now. Okay, can't be talking over. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. All right. Here, uh, here, no, I, I'm finished. I'm finished. Okay, all right. Hey, Lou, uh, what are your thoughts? really want to know. Okay. I do. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I can't believe people are so harsh tonight. That, that, that is not that coming from Aunt Lou. Y'all saying that Aunt Lou saying this? Um, but no, I, I just think that that was kind of harsh what she said. She could have put it in some nicer words. I would have said that Ben is getting a little bit older, and he probably needs to get some young blood up in there to help him out a little bit, and they need to humble themselves and, go, and come on and call it in camp. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, Lou, um, I, I don't know when you became the the the, the, uh, uh, what is it, the, re- the regulator of how things are said, but uh, we need to review some, some previous uh, shows to, to, yeah. to reminisce on what has come out of your mouth. <laughs> we need to backtrack. She put me in my place. Here to go, baby. Yeah, what happened? Hey, but we're going we're gonna to leave it right there. But is, is that everything that you wanted to say there, ain't Lou? That's it, that's it. I, I thank you. I knew you was going to get me sooner or later. I was just pushing them envelopes as far as I could. It didn't go yeah, far. It's, yeah, it's sealed now, okay? Janelle, what you think? <laughs> um, I I think Dan is just going through a rough patch. They, all good quarterbacks do it, but I definitely don't think it's time to call in Cam because Cam's style of play is not going to fit with the Steelers. Mm. Okay. Well, okay. can I say something to them? Well, what's going to fit with them right now? They Everybody old and they wear, you know, let me just go there with some Bengay and, and uh, Noxzema and, and whatever else they're wearing and, you know, putting on their knees and their feet and their toes. They need to bring some young blood up in there uh, and, and and maybe he could be, that be may, out of. Go on. That may, be, that may be true, but Cam ain't it. He can come out. He can think out the box, Janelle. Janelle. He just—he's—I don't think that he'd be able to—he'd be able to hang with the Steelers style of play. I just don't. I don't. He don't. He couldn't even—he couldn't even adjust his way of, of of play to be with the Patriots. I just don't think that that's that's the right move. I just don't. Mm. Okay. All right. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. We are doing a week three recap of. And you know, it's funny that. Say that, Janelle, because the fact that, okay, we're already in week four of the season, not knowing the playbook or the style, of, I think we kind of know the style of the play um, of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You I mean week Steelers three? Are, are kind of, say that again? No, okay. Go ahead. I think the Steelers are getting away from their identity because we know that they are normally a, a run first, you know, pound, pound the ball. Um, now, they do have Claypool. They do have uh, Smith-Schuster, but he stayed hurt a lot, a lot. Now, since um, Antonio Brown's been gone, he's supposed to be their number one receiver. So, thank goodness that they do have Claypool. And I believe that they got a good um, tight end as well. But it just seems like the Steelers are, their identity is lost at this, at this time. And Big Ben cannot stay upright. So, whether it's the offensive line, they can't keep him up, or whether it's just he 
can maneuver the way that he did. We all know that Big Ben's style of play was to hold on to the ball a lot longer than he needed to. But he he was a big body who was able to take those blows, you know, over the can't do it right now. And to say that he doesn't need to be – I mean, something needs to change. So if he's not going to either get rid of the ball quicker or at least get down, then I think they do need to think about at least putting him on the bench. Now, is Kyle Rudolph the answer? No. I don't think he's going to get them any more wins. But I think to bring in Cam to maybe just pass the ball off to Najee Harris right now because they have a premier back, you know, the, the, the back that they um, – I think it's out of Clemson that he came from. But – if they could just get that running game back and then they could start doing the play action and, and get the offense moving that way. But right now I think it's the target season on Big Ben and defenses their their ears are back, pinned back, and they on the hunt. I see I can see what you're saying. I just I, I don't have that kind of faith in Cam. I just don't. I I do I do see where you're coming from though. Um, I I just I can't I can't see Cam being the one. Okay, okay, hey, that's fair enough. Fair enough. Y'all hit us up. Tell us what you think on the timeline three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. Reginald, what's going on, Reginald? I said, what's the deal with Coach Andy Reid? Andy Reid is back home. Um, they're saying that it was dehydration dehydration with Coach Andy Reid, and we'll definitely um, get into that when we get to the Chiefs. I'm, uh, oh, no, I thought we already talked about the Chiefs. I'm sorry. Um, I forgot to mention that. So, yes, Andy Reid, Coach Andy Reid of the Chiefs, he was taken to the hospital directly after the game. They said that he was not feeling well. He was feeling ill. Um, they did run tests, but like I said, he is, um, everything is okay. They are saying that it was dehydration. All right, all right, so, uh, but we'll see, uh, you know, the Steelers take on the Packers this week, so uh, it's, it's not going to get any easier for them. Um, the Bears, they fell to the Browns, 6-26 for the Chicago Bears. I think the main question is how much longer will Matt Nagy be the coach of the Chicago Bears because he is pretty much running this team uh, crazy into the ground. Let's see. For the Bears, they had the fewest. Um, yards allowed in a game since uh, 1981, week 12. They only had 47 yards of total offense. Uh, for Justin Fields, he was sacked nine times, and he lost a total of 57 yards. And for the Browns, this was the um, 47 was the most, uh, well, I'm sorry, fewest yards allowed, 47, since the team joined the NFL in 1950. And the main question um, that is, is perplexing everyone is because Matt Nagy has now said he doesn't know who is going to be the starter for this week. Remember, it was reported back in week two when um, Andy Dalton went down with his knee injury. Coach said, as soon as he's healthy, it's going to be no question, he's going to be our starter. Okay, well, then why all of a sudden it's a question? Now it's between the three of them. Justin Fields. Andy Dalton, and Nick Foles, and the coach cannot name a starter. Um, ladies, uh, I mean, how bad is Matt Nagy messing up the uh, Chicago Bears season? And do you think he will finish out? Do you think they'll, they'll end up uh, firing him before the season is out? Um, anybody who wants to jump in with that one? I think if he keeps losing the way they're losing, then he definitely is going to be ousted. Okay. 
Because okay. he is, he, like you said, he is definitely running things into the ground. I've never seen the Bears look this bad. With all the talent that they have. They have a lot of talent. Hey, I, agree, I agree with uh, I agree with her, Janelle, this time. I agree as well. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's um and I mean for for Coach Matt Nagy to not know do, do you think it's that he doesn't know really or is it that he's trying to play possum and just not want to name the starter? But then what advantage what advantage does that give the Bears if that's the strategy? Uh, I mean Janelle, That doesn't really give them an advantage, honestly, because we all know Nick Nick Foles is, is he is one that shows up sometimes and don't show up at other times. And we see what right. McCaffrey is. So it's, he he probably doesn't know for real. He He's looking at the three that he has to choose from. He honestly probably just doesn't know because he he doesn't know who's going to show up in, from one week to the next. Hmm. Right. I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. Okay. And, Lou, do you want to jump in there before I say something? Sam, I agree, too. Okay. You know, Janelle, it's funny you say that because I think he does. I think he wants to start Justin Fields just because of all the pressure that he's been hearing and probably feeling, whether it's in the media, whether it's Chicago uh, fans, uh, you know, sports radio in Chicago. But I think he knows that he can't put Justin Fields out there now because if he's going to be out there the way he was against the Browns, and let's just call it what it is, the Browns have one of the top five defenses in the league. Um, so to put it, to kind of throw him to the wolves, his first starting game against the Browns, and saw that he was sacked nine times, losing 67 yards, it's like, okay, I can't lose Justin Fields in, the, in his first year, in his rookie year, whether it be injury or uh, psyche, you know, just getting him out of, you know, out of his mindset. I think Justin Fields is pretty, pretty tough mentally, though, so I don't think a few bad games will kind of uh, wear him down. But, uh, so, I mean, at some point it's, it's going to have to mess with him. But I think he really wants to start Justin Fields, but know that he probably shouldn't. And the repercussions are probably the backlash of that. But at least put Nick Foles in. You know, like I said, Nick Foles, he's, he's up and down. He's wishy watch, But at least he's a, a consistent starter. Um, at least he can get a body out there for you for the first half or get through this game. Um, I, I just think that Matt Nagy's not top of Bears, though. And I'm in agreement with you couple more losses, and he's going to find himself out. But the problem with that, though, is the GM, because I think the GM and the coach are tied. They came in together. So if you get rid of one, does the organization feel like they, you know, need to get rid of the GM as well? But that's a question that they're going to have to decipher, because, like I said, Bears have too much talent to be looking this anemic offensively and defensively. So, but we shall see. We shall Okay, I tell you what, that's going to be a good point for us. We're going to go ahead, put a pin in it real quick, jump into a quick break, and then on the outside of that, we will finish the week three NFL recap. Oh, do we have some doozies to get to, including all of our games. I cannot wait. All right, ladies, but you know what time it is. It is roll call time. Terry, are you with me? Present and accounted for. Janelle. Oh, Tina. Hey, Lou. 
Hey, Lou, what say you? Tonight, Aunt Lou is here. I'm trying to support, but Lord knows you, you, you girls are off the train. You hear me? <laughs> I don't know what to say, but I love it. I just love it. Y'all coming out the box, out of the y'all coming out the box. You're coming out the closet. You're coming out the living room. You're coming out the dining room. You're even coming out the bathroom. Go, oh. girls. Hey, Lou, we can't come out the closet now. We ain't had nothing, not nothing up underneath these uh, dresses and pants. Stop it now. Y'all can come out the closet with your baby dolls. You need to stop. <laughs> That's the baby dog. That's it. It's a wrap. There's a fortune in the house. Hey, Lou, Terry, Janelle, TJ. We'll be right back after the break. Yeah. 
Oh, it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. Oh, yes, they do. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. All right, so let's go ahead and bring in the ladies back in here. Hold on, y'all. We got to get the fearsome foursome in the house tonight. Uh, Ladies, are you back with me? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, let's go ahead. We're going to finish the recap of week three. Let's talk about it. It's the Ravens and the Lions. The Ravens came back, beat the Lions 19-17. How did they do that? On a Justin Tucker 66-yard field goal. About this, y'all. I mean, it it kicked. Bounced up in the air, off the crossbar, and in. And this was set up by a 36-yard pass to Watkins. This was the fourth and 19. Fourth and 19, y'all. And they get the first down and then are able to kick a 66-yard field goal. Ladies, I just have one question for you. Is it official or the Detroit Lions curse? Eric, is that off for us? <laughs> Say that again, Tina. Are the Detroit Lions curse? I mean, is it is it official? Is it official? Um, I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. I mean, that's as far as the we're talking as far as the kick. I mean, the the Detroit line. Um, it was just that one game, so. I don't. I don't think so. Okay. All right. Anglo, what do you think? Uh, I thought it was a great game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, opinion don't really matter. You know, it don't really matter. You know, I want to get to my people. I really would like to at some point in this night. That's all I'm saying. Okay, well, our games, we're going to get to them, but right now we're talking all the Detroit Lions curse. <laughs> I knew you were going to come back. You just, you just sassy. That's why I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so is that, are you not wanting to answer the question? Is that what that is? No, I was right. Okay. Well, Janelle, so are you going to answer the question? (laughs) I said, Janelle, I did give my answer. You need to stop being so mean. You hurt my feelings. Oh, my goodness. How am I being mean? Um, TJ, since, since we seem to be moving on to me. Um, yes. I don't want I don't want to call them curse, but it sure seemed that way, don't it? Uh, that how do you get how do you have the other team at four and nine at four and nineteen and your defense can't stop them? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Come on now, fourth and nineteen. Do you know how the probability of getting a first down on fourth and nineteen? Apparently, it can be done though, and and Detroit Lions defense let them do it. Yep. I just, that is I just, mean, it's I unbelievable. Know. I think that's it. 
Fourth and 19, y'all. Field goal. Come on now. That's the longest ever in the NFL. Longest ever. And then for it to bounce off of the crossbar and, and, and fall in. I mean, it, it, it could easily. Why is this doing this? Oh, hold on. Maybe I need to do that. Hold up, y'all. Sorry. Did that work? Okay. They asked me to share it. Sorry, y'all. Thank y'all for your patience. But here we go. I'm, I don't know, y'all. I'm just saying. I think that I know you might say it's, it's, it's hard to call a team curse, but the Detroit Lions, if it's going to happen to anybody, it would happen to the Lions. I, don't, I just don't think that happening to any other team. And for that reason, I think that's why I have to say that they might be cursed at this point. TJ, that was just, I would say, any given Sunday. Don't say that. We don't want to label nobody. Well, I'm not labeling anybody, Lou, but, I mean, if it walk like a duck or quack like a duck, the Detroit Lions have, have buzzard luck. Let's put it like that. They might not be cursed, but they got buzzard luck. Okay. Say that. I can say that? I, I think I think that NyQuil got Miss Lucinda in her feelings tonight. I don't know what's going on with her. Well, she ain't lying. <laughs> She's not lying. I've been on drugs for a whole week, and um. And I just been sniffing. I, girl, don't let me let me tell the whole nation. I just need to say this. I need to segue right here. Don't do drugs, people. Don't do drugs because they're not good for your brain. Because ain't looking. I mean, I've been hyper. I've been just so psyched up. You know, and I don't even. And, you know, and, and and I'm coming down because I've refused to take another drug in the last 24 hours. I said I'm not gonna do it. I'm just gonna let take it and let my body heal naturally. But it's still in my system. The stuff stay in your system. Janelle, all we have to do is just take notes and bring everything up next week because you already know it's going to be a different tune. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a different tune next week. You know it. <laughs> you know it. 347 826 7924. That is the number to call. Got to the lady. On another note, though, the Ravens, uh, Lamar Jackson looked good. He did look good. Really? Only scoring 19 points I on mean, Detroit Lions. I didn't get a, really get a chance to I, watch this game, but um, he, he did look good. He did. He he He's moving like I'm used to seeing him moving. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was a little bit worried when I saw the score. You know, for them to be what down fifteen to seventeen against the Lions, I felt like they were playing maybe down to the competition. And I mean, realistically, I would think that the Ravens would be able to put up more than nineteen points on the Lions. But I mean, Lions, Lions have lost some really close games all year. They, they almost came back on us week one. Um, they were in the game last week on Monday night with the Packers, and then you know, just kind of lost it in the second half. But they've been in every game. I can't say that, you know, they're just getting uh, trampled on. But I don't know. For a 66-yard field goal to be kicked on them and then to bounce in, into uh, play and not out of play, um, I don't know. I just go oh, Lions. But I love my Lions fans, so I really do. Three four seven eight six six seven nine two four. All right, so let's see here. Saints beat the Patriots. What was I thinking? I know what I was thinking. Which Jameis are we going to get on Sunday? So, ladies, let's talk yep. about it. Uh, being 28, Patriots 13, is this going to be the um, the the roller coaster ride of Jameis Winston uh, for 21? 
Yes, it is. Yeah, because I, that, I that, that the Jameis Winston that we saw this this past Sunday was not the Jameis Winston that was playing last week. It was not. It, it's, it's a possibility. I don't want to say that it's a possibility, but I know that I got to start when it comes to voting against him. I got to start following my, my my first mind, as you say, mm-hmm. because I should not have voted for the Patriots not one time. You heard me, well, not once, and I think they might have won once, right? Well, they're two and one now. Okay. Well, well, I'm gonna say this. I should not have voted voted for. Is the, the Patriots? Is, is the Patriots? Any time I, the, 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 yeah, it's the Patriots. I should have, I should have not been voting for them because I, I, some of the places where I lost with the Patriots, I could have won two other places. Mm-hmm. So, you live and learn. Okay. Okay. Right. Terry, what do you think about James Winston? I. I think it's going to be a roller coaster ride. And like Janelle said, from, you know, this past week, the Jamie Winston that we saw was nothing compared to last week when he was on his back, you know. It just It's a roller coaster ride. So we don't know what we're going to see, you know, any given Sunday. Yeah, and that's what I was hoping we would avoid this season, the up and down Jameis, because that's, that's who, what he's known to be. I mean, don't get me wrong, his numbers are usually good. And then check this out. His numbers are kind of pedestrian in the win. He was 13 of 21, 128 yards, but he did have two touchdowns. And they put up 28 points. Now, this has the scores on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but I just, you just don't know what same team you're going to get. And another thing, I mean, I know I picked the Patriots to win, one, because we didn't know which damage was we were going to see. But Patriots were at home, and I wasn't expecting the Patriots to lose two in a row, not at home, under Bill Belichick. So, ladies, I'm going to pose this question. I think it's official that we are in just a new regime of the New England Patriots. You know, it's kind of like you think you can add quarterback stir and kind of come back to semblance of, of yesteryears maybe. Because Patriots, they have a pretty pretty decent team on the offensive side of the ball. And defense, they pretty much have everybody uh, back and who came back from being off of COVID, except for Stephon Gilmore. I think he's not in the lineup um, yet. But for the Patriots' defense, I was really expecting a little bit more out of them. But, I mean, Patriots losing two games in a row at home, uh, I don't think anybody was expecting that. So, I mean, are we just and- – and I think what's worse about it, I think what's worse about it is the fact that uh, the Patriots had 270 yards and still lost the game. I don't, I don't understand how, I, I just don't understand what's going on with them. I honestly don't. I, I don't. They, they, they out. It, when you look at the stats, they, they literally outplayed the Saints and still lost the game. I don't know what's going on. Bad. They lost bad. Yeah. It's not like it was a close game. Uh, this was the first um, two home game loss for the Patriots. Anybody want to take a guess? And how long? Was it? Like what? What year was the last time they lost two home games of the season? The first home games of the season. Maybe fifteen, twenty years ago. So give me a year. One year. No, give oh. me a year. What year would that okay. be? Okay, we'll say uh, eighteen. No, I'm saying give I'll me say that what, say 2002? Give me the year. What what year do you think it was that they did it? 
So you're saying 18 years, so you're saying 2002? No, what's that? 21. 2003? I don't think it's been that long. Um, I'll say about 2007. Okay. Terry, what you think? Nine, two thousand nine. Okay. Yeah, Janelle, it's been that long and a little bit longer. The first, what? The last, two home games to start the season, two thousand. That was hey, wow. What say you ain't lose? So we'll see you. Ain't that crazy? That's how dominant they've been. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like. So I, maybe it's a fish building season. I didn't think they were, but um, I don't know. But now, hey. do you remember? Do you remember when uh, Tom Brady left, and you and we were discussing what was going to be what was going to be the outcome of this? Um, and you you asked the question if um, Tom Brady was in a better situation or if the Patriots were going to be in a better situation. I think we I know think. the answer to that now. Oh, oh, definitely. We definitely, I we knew that uh, by weekend of last year when the when the Bucks started pulling it around and the and the Patriots couldn't buy a win with Cam Newton. Well, when Cam was starting, yeah, yeah, I think the answer is, is solidified. But it still doesn't take away the fact of how much I'm looking forward to the game this Sunday night. Oh yeah, I can't wait, can't wait. All right, three, four, so uh, real quickly here, the Cardinals, they beat up on the Jags, 31-19. The Bills beat up on Washington, 43-21. Broncos beat up on the Jets, 26 to nothing. Um, Raiders and the Dolphins had a good one. They went to overtime. Raiders pulled that one out, 31-28. Um, as we talked about it, the Bucks uh, fell to the Rams, 34-24. Um, I definitely want to swing back around to that game. Monday Night Football, the Cowboys, they put it down uh, on the Eagles, beating them 41-21. to But let's go ahead and get to our games. We're going to start off with the winners first this week. Yes, we are. The Falcons, I said, go with my first mind. My first mind led me wrong because the Falcons pulled it out on a game-winning 40-yard field goal, beating the Giants 17-14. Ladies, other than the win, any you uh, like taking away from take away from Sunday's game, uh, Janelle? No, because there, there, oh. no, there was nothing to get excited about. Again, oh. we were playing from behind, and I can't, I cannot stand when we playing from behind. The defense is finally, finally trying to do something, but that offense has got to get it together. We barely won that game. The for whatever reason, that Matt Ryan in the fourth quarter decided he was going to show up and and get us close enough to get that field goal, but we should not have um, won that game by a field goal. It should have been – we should have been better than that. We should have been better than that. That offensive line is not protecting Ryan the way they're supposed to. They're not playing the way they're supposed to. It's just – it's ridiculous right now. It is honestly ridiculous. And if it wasn't for the defense holding holding the Giants back, I can promise you we would not have won that game. All right. Terry? All right, Janelle, that's a mouthful right there. But I, I agree with um, Janelle, I, even though I did not see the game, but my husband shared some of the things that Janelle just said. 
Um, mm-hmm. uh, I was glad that they did get the win, but, you know, we barely got the win. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's still a lot of work to be done. But like I said, I haven't had a chance. To, I didn't get a chance to watch the game. I had to go out of town and haven't had a chance to watch the, you know, highlights. Uh, but my husband shared a lot of the things that Janelle just, you know, pointed out. Okay. All right. Yeah. When is when, though. But I, I definitely understand that when you, when you know that your team can play better. 347-826-7924, that's the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. Um, hey, Lou, are you getting worried about uh, Seattle Seahawks? I'm not worried about them. I'm just a little disappointed in them because they ain't going to make no excuses for them. You know, the Vikings, they ain't the Vikings and the lost in 12. They haven't beat us in 12 years. You know, I'm just, I just took them for granted, and I'm going to keep on doing that. But they need to start playing. You know what I mean? There's no excuse. Congratulations, Falcon ladies. I'm so proud of y'all. Because this was one week that I could have, I should have voted to Falcons. The other times I was doing it trying to be a team player. But this week I just felt like that they was going to win, you know. And so, it's, yeah, Drew. Thank Hey, Lou? Did anyone ask a question? I was done. Oh, okay. All right. Um. Yeah, Vikings uh, beat up beat the Seahawks uh, 30-17. Seahawks were, were up pretty much the you know first part of the game, and then Vikings just seemed to to get it rolling. Um, but they beat the Seahawks 30-17. And just to, to top it off, Sunday night football, um, the 49ers fell to the Packers. Um, I will admit I got caught up in the moment until I saw the clock, and it was 37 seconds. I was going to play 37 seconds just to see exactly how long that is because it's not a lot of time, but it is eternity for Aaron Rodgers. Um, if you're going to lose, I mean, I, I guess that's one way to lose. Uh, I, I'm just trying to be a, a good sport about it. Um, I really wish that Kyle would have fell down at the first yard line. There's no, I guess there's no guarantee that we would have been able to punch it in from the three-yard line. I don't know why we wouldn't have been able to. We could have ran some more time off the clock, but why we were playing zone defense on Adam, I do not know. I mean, we gave them five, ten-yard cushions on, on each play. Um, they had a 25-yard – let me let me make sure I have my stats right here. Um, they connected on a 25-yard play and a 17-yard pass play in that final drive in the 37 seconds uh, to get – to a 51-yard uh, field goal as time expired for Crosby. Um, turned out good for the Falcons on the, you know, time expiring uh, field goal. It turned out to be um, bad news there for my 49ers. And Garoppolo really, really played a good game. A um, little sloppy at times, but when we needed the plays the most, he, he did appear to come through. Uh, didn't like I honestly, I'm going to be honest, I didn't like how we uh, brought Lance in just for like this little two-yard plays. I love the touchdown that he got, so I'm not going to lie about that. But I just, um, you're kind of uh, minimizing his talent like that. But, hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a coach. Um, if, if, it's, if it's working, if it's putting points on the board, I guess that's really the, the ultimate goal. But, um, man, 37 seconds. Yeah, the thing about it is, though, they they ought to know better than to give um, 
Aaron Rodgers that kind of time. He's won that. He always said, you can give you give him 25 seconds, and he's going to do what he can to get his team a win. Yeah. 37 seconds. Zero timeout. Packers had no timeout, and they still managed to get a 25-yard pass play and a 17-yard pass play to Devontae Adams. I'm actually going to put this on coaching. Uh, one, because, like I said, we should have had a play – um, I don't know, maybe we did have to play, but Kyle just got so excited that he just fell into the end zone. But we should have just went for the first down, two more time off the clock, and ran the ball in. I, 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 again, high side is 20-20. There's no guarantee that we would have punched the ball in from the three-yard line. But I would like to think if we think we deserve to be in the Super Bowl, we can get, get a touchdown from three yards. Ooh, okay. And then um... – <laughs> Just did just did. It's okay to vent. Come on. Let it out. Exhale. Blow, blow, blow. Relax. Relate. Relate. Okay. But, yeah, it, but it was a good game. And and I always say this. That's what I want. I want a good game. And if we come out on the losing end of it, so be it. That's just more work we have to put, you know, put in for the rest of the season. But um, it was just going to be another uh, – it was deemed another instant classic. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he got the best of it. They stopped our run game. On Sunday night, we only had, what, 40-some yards rushing? Uh, Sermon only 31 yards rushing from, from Trevor Sermon. Uh, we know that that's, you know, uh, not, uh, not our style of play against the, the Packers. But, again, that's off to uh, Green Bay. I think the question has been answered, all of the uh, off-season um, drama that was going on around Aaron Rodgers with the Green Bay Packers, I think that has been silenced now. For being honest, I think that Aaron Rodgers has solidified why he was sitting out, why he knows what uh, kind of talent and what uh, he brings to the Green Bay Packers and, you know, just shines the light that the Packers, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, it should be no fool's bar. Whatever that man wants, give it to him. Amen. <laughs> Plain and simple. He he showed it on Sunday night. But um, yeah. Anyway, all right. So let's uh, let's let's back back uh, or circle back to that Rams um, Bucks game, ladies. Have the L.A. Rams have they put themselves on notice? Like, are they the team to beat in the NFC? Um, Terry, let's have you kick that off. I don't know if they the team, but they sure did look good Sunday. <laughs> they looked good Sunday. I mean, they were doing their thing with Tom Brady. Oh, goodness. Okay. Ain't Lou? What do you but think? I still don't think that um, if, I can't recall if, if Aaron Donald was able to get to Brady. I don't think he was. I think he did get a sack. I think it was towards the end of the yeah, game. He did get a sack. I okay, okay. I know it was one other guy got a sack, and they said that he was he was yet to get a sack on Brady. Mm-hmm. But I know he did get sacked. Okay, it was, yeah. It was a good game. I really game. enjoyed that game. Yeah. Hey, Lou, what do you think? I was just so proud of them. I really was. 
Because Brady needs to get more sacked. You know, he just needs to get the next sack. I mean, they got to give it to his offense or they be protecting his butt. Got to give it to him. They give it, they protect But it was just nice to see a little, you know, a little, little action like that. And um, I um, I just think that the, the Rams are the team to beat right about now because they ain't playing. They coming out and they on, they focus and they on a mission. You know that? I think they just want to go on and win, you know, whatever they need to put them in first place in their division. And, and, and is it cinch or clinch, whichever one of them words, those verbs. They clinch their division. They can just sit back and relax for a minute. But they're looking mighty good. Next Sunday, they in your division. They in the NFC West. Well, they want to. Did you hear what I said? They want to clinch their title. That don't mean we ain't we ain't gonna be be involved. You know that we've had one year, and we have one one division. The whole division went, didn't they? Three. So yeah, nothing is nothing is impossible. I know TJ want her team to go, and I sure want mine to go. So who gonna be left? Ain't nobody nobody gonna be left. Think about it. Because all the well, teams. Are, I, I, I hear you, but I think that the the Rams have put y'all on notice. I don't want to hear them. I I I think they have put you guys on notice that they they they're coming. They coming, but they got to get to us first. The first our first division game is this this week with TJ now. So so you know I'm not, I ain't gonna say nothing. We gonna cross that bridge when we get to it. I know Seahawks ain't gonna lose no three games in a row. Did you hear me? Put it out there in the in the, in the airways, in the airways, in the airways, in the highways and byways. <laughs> where you wanna put it, you can put it where you wanna put it. But your team, your team sit in the same place mine is, last in their division. How about that? <laughs> oh goodness, I love it. So, uh, Janelle, I, I think you said yes. Rams have put everybody on. Yeah, there. they, they, yeah, they, they, they coming for everybody. They're not playing right now. Yeah, um, that defense was on fire. But they can be stopped, baby. They can be stopped, and we don't want to pronounce injuries. But you know, things could happen throughout the year. I'm just saying, they just they just focus right now. I wish the Seahawks had some kind of focus. I don't even know what's going on with them. See, see, what I'm, TJ, I just want to say this. What I'm seeing with these teams since I've been, you know, just getting growing in football and basketball and and track and everything else, um, what I'm seeing with these teams, there is no rhyme or reason for some of them. They're just coming out here and they're doing what they got to do, and it's like they're taking it one game at a time, but they're giving it their best while they're out there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right. And so I'm just that's why I say any given Sunday, it's past any given Sunday. God anything could happen. You could throw something in the air and we might get a bird, a bird might turn into an elephant. You just don't even know. Well I don't know about all that, ain't Lou. That night will go that night will again. But <laughs> I do I do agree with the fact that I think teams are coming out more focused when they have the capability to play at a high level, i.e. the Rams, the Cowboys. Um, I think I've noticed it now with the Bills. They, they had a letdown in week one because there's no way they really should have lost to Pittsburgh with the way Pittsburgh's been playing now. Um, so I do think that there's a certain focus that certain teams are coming out with. I think the uh, Cardinals, I think they're another one. Now, you also have to take in mind the uh, opposition, like who they're playing, the talent level of the opposition that they're playing. But then I think there are some teams where they're not the team of old. And not to not to pick on you, A. Lou, but I think the Seahawks are falling in that category. We have had such high expectations of the 
talk over this past, what, 10, 12 seasons, and I think right. that the talent level is just a little bit diminished on the defensive side of the ball. You have all the talent on the world on the offensive side, because D.K. Metcalf is the truth. Some, can right. somebody say it? Lock it is in the pocket. Specimen. Um, but uh-huh. I think on the defensive side of the ball now, the Seahawks are not the team of old. And like, no. this is the problem that everybody said that the Seahawks may run into with trying to give Russell Wilson his payday. Are you now are you now feeling it, you know, on the defensive side of the ball and with your offensive line? So um but- DJ, even with that, they could, even though they paid him a lot and stuff, but some of those players that they got on the team, they could train him and they could step it up more. Though. I just don't feel like that when they out there, that they're not consistent with whatever they do. You know what I mean? They start off strong and then all of a sudden they're falling back, and then they always wind up falling back on Russ, and they probably figure, oh, let it fall on him because he's making all the money. Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know. They need to mix it up a little bit. They, they, like you said, the team of yesteryear, they like the team of yesteryear. It's time for it's something. We need something new and fresh. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know, if, if you're kind of handicapped with the salary cap and you can't really bring in the players that maybe you need to bring in, so you, you definitely have to work and you have to build up. You know, your roster, your your um, whoever's on. Um, goodness, I can't think of it. Um, you know what I'm, what I'm what I'm looking for when they when they don't get paid all the money. Um, uh-huh. When they have to bring them up from the side, Janelle, tell well, me. Um, Practice squad. From the uh, practice squad. Yeah, you have to bring up players from the practice squad and so forth. But even with that, you know, games are about matchups. And mm-hmm. if you have a coach mm-hmm. on the opposite of the field who knows how to adjust, make adjustments at halftime or, or throughout the game, then, this, you know, these are the results that you're going to get. Yeah, you may start off like the Seahawks did in Sunday. They were up, at, I think, 17-10, 17-3. But then, you know, if, if the – Appropriate team makes the adjustments, get the right plays in, um, start attacking the weaknesses of your other team. Uh-huh. What you know? What what will happen? Um, so it's just you know it um, it's it's ebbs and flows in the, in in any sport. You know everybody's not always going to be up. Everybody's not always going to be down. And right. this this might. This appears to be the Rams' time to be back up, though, because they, they've been a quarterback away for a couple of seasons. Ever since, matter of fact, Super Bowl, when they when they went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Patriots. Had they had a, a halfway decent quarterback, oh, Rams probably should have won. But um, but we'll see, you know. But, West Division. but Matthew Stafford, like we was talking about, Matthew Stafford, he's found his home. Is he finally yeah. looking like a quarterback? He really is. Mm-hmm. He really is. And time will only tell. But we know the knock on Stafford was the fact that he's never won a playoff game. Well, barring any any major injuries or any foreseen, you know, anything that we can foresee, I don't have a I don't see the Rams not making it to a playoff. So then this is where he's gonna have to put his foot to the you know, foot to the pedal. Man, you may not have ever gotten there, but once you get there, in the words of Jim Brown, what you gonna do? When you when they come, <laughs> so with that, I tell you what, we're gonna put a pin in it. We're gonna jump to our last break, and then after that, it will be time. It will be time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, Lucinda's lyrics will be up right after the break. 
Scripture supports them in the house. Hey, Lou, Terry, Danelle, TJ, the ladies of course, LL, of course, too. We'll be right back after the break.
347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. But you already know, I said it before the break. It is time. It is time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, it is time for Lucinda's lyrics. So, Miss Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us tonight? Miss Lucinda? Oh, I'm sorry. It was on mute. Good evening. Throw that thing over, girl. I was just reading. <laughs> Good evening. Thank God for NFL Week 3. I'm so glad that it is truly behind me. Two of our teams fell, but the Falcons prevailed. Congratulations, ladies. Your team broke a three-game losing streak because it was beginning to look a little bleak. They beat the Giants 17-14, to making Coach Smith happy on the scene. While landing the Giants their second straight loss, the Falcons said our performance gave us the title, Boss, B-O-S-S. Matt Ryan handed Coach Smith his first game ball. Affirming that this is not the end, y'all. Ryan was 27 to 36 with 243 yards and two touchdowns. Look, NFL, the Falcons are planning to stick around. The Seahawks were beaten by the Vikings 30 to 17. This was their first win in 12 years over the Seahawks machine. Cousin and team found a way to get ahead and maintain. After the second quarter, they got into the Seahawks' brain to avoid another nightmare and history repeating itself again. Those 49ers fell to the Packers, 28-30. to Say what? Was their winning streak cut? DJ, what do you have to say? I will say it. Aaron Rodgers, yes way. All night y'all played belated, and those tackers just dominated. Mic drop. Nope. Don't work. Stop me on me. Stop me right on the head. I mean. Accidentally in the crib. Now to just drop me on my head. Awesome job, though. As always. Thank you, dog. Awesome. I, I, I didn't. Did y'all hear me though when I when, when I finally unmuted myself? Yeah. I was good. Yeah. I was okay. Oh yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so much for un- I mean, you could have muted that last part, but it's okay. <laughs> Awesome job as always. It's so it's so good to have you back. I I mean that in in all sincerity. All right, ladies. Um, so real quick, some some news. Uh, well, some some um, stats here for a couple of the Mahomes. Um, he passes quarterback Matthew Stafford now as the fastest player to reach fifty. 
15,000 career passing yards. So Matthew Stafford did it in 53 games. Patrick Mahomes has now done it in just 49 games. For the Bucks and Rams game, um, for the Bucks, Tom Brady, he is now the second player with 80,000-plus career pass yards. And for the Rams, Matthew Stafford, nine passing touchdowns through three games. That ties the most in franchise history. He now ties Kurt Warner. But just think about it, nine passing touchdowns in just the first three games. So um, shout out to them. And for Brady, um, as I said, he's the second player with the 80,000 plus. First is Drew Brees. All right. So um, go on, Drew Brees. Brady is, is, is on his heels. Um, so, ladies, I know we're only week three, so I, I didn't want to get, like, too overly high, you know, three and O's and all that. So I will wait till next week um, because we will then be a quarter of the season in, four games in the book. Um, but just as of right now, how exciting has this season been for you thus far? Ain't um, Lou, kick that off for me. It's been so exciting. And, you know, and I was all paranoid and stuff and uh, worried, you know, because with me taking these drugs and stuff and not knowing who I am three minutes, every every three minutes, not knowing. And I'm just like, I'm getting so far behind. I thought I did horrible this week, I'm going to be honest with you. And so just to know that, that I I, kept, I was one of the three that tied in the third place, I was like, oh, thank you, Lord. So he was looking out for me even when I was drugged, you know what I mean? But um, I'm so excited because there's so much going on. You never know who's going to do what and what going to do where, and you know, and, and, and just the teams. You just never know who's going to come out. And all these new quarterbacks and they're young, you know, it's like, oh, my God. I'm just excited. That's all. Yes, definitely. Janelle, what's the season like for you so far? It's been pretty exciting. Um, obviously, I wish my team was doing better than what they're doing, but to watch some of these other teams, it, it is it has been like I, I didn't expect the Raiders to do as good as they're doing. I didn't expect the Broncos to do as good as they're doing. I didn't expect the Rams to come out on fire the way they have been. And the Cardinals, yeah. too, for that matter. The Cardinals, definitely, I didn't expect. So it's, it's been some teams that's been doing their thing that I really hadn't expected. And then there are other teams that I'm like, okay, really? Um, what's happening yeah. right now? Yes. Yeah. And that's and that's that's the only one she always Good. worried about. That, that is but, only, I'm the only one need to be worried about the Seahawks, okay? Okay. No, okay, you go ahead and do that, Dan. Go ahead. Um, but with the Steelers, I just I, I never expect them to to have a bad start and they are really having a bad start right now. Yeah. Exactly. Terry? It's been a, uh, um, so far it's been a good season. I've enjoyed it. and But I think the reason I enjoy it most, and I don't know, it may just be me, it doesn't seem like the referees are there throwing out as many flags. We don't have as many flags as we have, you know, in the past. Very good observation. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah, so it, it's been, so far it's, it's been good. I enjoyed it when you're not constantly throwing flags, you know, pausing the game. And, and so forth. Yes, I I would have to be in total agreement with that. It seems like they, it seems like the the games run smooth 
more a little smoothly. Or I don't know if that's the word I want to use, but you know, sometimes you can get just so bogged down in the flags. It's like a, a three and a half. Well, the game's supposed to be three and a half hours. It's going to take five hours because there's so many flags. It's just irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, now let them play. But um, I, I would definitely agree with you that um, on, on that that note as well. Yeah, I'm I'm just totally excited. Um, I'm like you, Janelle. You know, even though you know my Niners are good two and one, but uh, just the other teams that just keep you engaged. You know, the Chargers, um, even the demise of the Chiefs. I get a kick out of that. You know, the fact that they're not doing well. You know me. I, I love to hate now. And Chiefs, why would be on my hate list? I'll tell you that right now. Ain't nothing going to change. But uh, so, and you know, like I said, the, the rise of, of um, the Raiders, uh, the Broncos, I'm not putting too much, too much, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they, they haven't built up enough equity because of just the teams that they played. However, 3-0 and is 3-0, and okay? So you can't take that from them. Um, but, again, you know, just to see um, – just all all the games really, uh, other than probably the Jets, the Giants, and uh, the Eagles. Uh, I'm really not too. Everybody else, I got my eye on them. I do have TJ, my eye but on them, so. TJ, the Eagles are doing better though with that new quarterback, wouldn't you say? No, they got demolished on, on no. Monday night. Okay, well, I guess y'all shot me down. Just shoot me, Miss Terry. Just tell them to shoot me in my heart. <laughs> Elizabeth, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I want to get to these, uh, these uh, new, new Rome he, boogeyman. He mentioned it, Richard Sherman. He has now been signed by the Tampa Bay Bucks on a one-year deal. Uh, he said that he went with the best offer and the best opportunity. He did say that um, quarterback Tom Brady reached out to him personally uh, during the offseason. So he is now with the Bucks. Um, ladies, real quick, do you think or how much of an impact do you think Sherman will make uh, on the defensive side of the ball for the Bucks? Whoever wants to jump in. Oh, I definitely think that he's they're gonna be he's gonna they're gonna be able to help them because they're depleted right now. And he mm-hmm. he should be able to step up and do something for them. That's that's gonna be a that was a good signing. Okay. Right. Yeah, and I, I agree with I agree as as well. I and mean, we always know, you know, what Tom Brady won't Tom Brady get. But I think he's gonna be um um great for the for that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. He's fresh, and Tom Brady, like she said, the baby, whatever the baby wants, the baby gets. And Sherman would be fresh coming in there, you know. Mm-hmm. He can speed, even though he's he's a small guy, but he's fast. Okay, yeah, I definitely think he's going to be good for the locker room, um, for like motivation, keeping uh, in and um, motivating the, the younger players and all that. Um, his best days are definitely behind him. Um, in the last couple of games he played for us, I mean, it was just. He was getting smoked on play after play, so hopefully he, you know, he has just a little bit left in the tank for the Bucks, but um, definitely for a mentoring and um, motivational part uh, for the locker room, I think he's going to be good. And lastly, here with football news, um, it has been reported that wide receiver Josh Gordon he has been reinstated. He is set to sign with Kansas City Chiefs to be put on their practice squad. Uh, just overall, his last time he played was for the Seahawks in 2019. Um, ladies, um, just uh, real quick, I mean, um, I don't even know what question I want to ask. Um, 
That's a long time to be inactive to think you're about to come in here and make a difference. Yeah, I mean, but he's still young. He's, what, only 30, 31 maybe? He doesn't have a lot of wear and tear on his body because he ain't played consistently. I mean, you put him with the uh, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, um, and who's that other wide receiver they got? Um, I can't think of him, but, you know, you mix him in with that. I mean, he's not going to have to do a lot. I don't know. I just, um, I'm always, you know, I'm always for a comeback story. Uh, but just in my personal opinion, if this doesn't work out, this needs to be it for Josh Gordon. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I just don't know how many how many more opportunities a person serves. I mean, I, I, I know that addiction is, is, is a sickness. You know, it, a lot of people, they can never kick it. Or kick it by meaning getting over it, but I mean, my goodness, how how many opportunities are we gonna see you go through? Um, what's the incentive if you keep being able to come back? I don't know. I don't know. This is me. But um, I hope it works out for him. I really do. All right, ladies. Um, on that note, uh, I do want to get this in here for uh, some basketball news here, real quick. But I want to make sure we have time for our picks. Um, and ladies, I'm not sure if you heard, but there's been a memo that went out with the uh, NBA. We know NBA is now, or if you didn't know, 20 days away from tip-off. We are 20 days away from the NBA tip-off, and their memo is about non-vaccinated players. Now, I just wanted to read this quote to you from the legend Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and he was speaking to Rolling Stone magazine on the vaccination policy. He says, I quote, The NBA should insist that all players and staff are vaccinated or remove them from the team. There is no room for players who are willing to risk the health and lives of their teammates, the staff, and the fans simply because they are unable to grasp the seriousness of the situation or do the necessary research, end quote. So, ladies, I know we're not going to have a chance to get, like, in-depth with this, so we'll definitely want to bring it back for next week. But my question do you agree or disagree with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar that the NBA should insist all players are vaccinated? If so, it, whatever you decide, why or why not? Um, Terry, we'll have you kick that off. I, I disagree to a certain extent, but I, like I always say, it's to each his own, that is a personal uh, decision you have to make as far mm-hmm. as whether you want to get vac- vaccinated or not. Uh, I don't think that's something that should be pushed on someone. And, mm-hmm. I mean, because they can, you know, test a person or people. They can test them weekly or daily. They can go get tested. But I don't think that's something that, you know, should be forced on someone. Okay. All right. Janelle, agree or disagree with Kareem? Um, I disagree, but would I prefer it? Yes. Uh, we're talking about the teams are now back at 82-game season, so any little thing that could possibly deter them from playing, 
it, it would cause a problem. So I'm just, I, I would prefer, yes, that they do it, but I disagree because you have to give people the, uh, the ability to make these choices on their own. Okay. Okay. Hey, Lou, agree or disagree? I totally disagree with them, and I think that, you know, we, we in America still, we need to have our own choices. And like I said, because I've known people to get the vaccine, I mean, to get COVID, and they was vaccinated. So it's just only God knows what's going to happen with the people, but I just think they don't need to be forced. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay. Well, all right. 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL42. Um, and, ladies, I am in disagreement with y'all. I agree with Kareem. I think that the NBA should insist that all players be vaccinated because if the coaches, if the staff, um, that tier one have to be vaccinated, you are no, um, your status, your the amount of money you make um, does not put you above or below anyone. Yes, we do live in America. Yes, it is a person's right to not take the vaccine. So, therefore, if you don't take the vaccine, you don't play. If you don't play, you don't get paid. If it's, if it's that I mean, Corona, the virus has been here two years now. Um, Kyrie Irving, your uh, Andrew Wiggins, who keep and continue to say that it's a private matter for them. They want to continue to do their research. How much more research do you need to do? Unless you are going to go and test the vaccine for yourself, if you're going to take it to a lab and do your own diagnosis and biological chemistry, all that kind of stuff, how long does it take for you to research what it is you think you need in order to make a decision. If you don't want to take the vaccine, just say you don't want to take the vaccine. Don't take it, then you don't play. But you, as an individual, I have the right to not have to be put in a or put on the court with someone who chooses not to to protect their self if, 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 if I've done it. Um, you're right, Aunt Lou. Nobody knows but God. Um, nobody knows these doctors or anybody what can happen with the vaccine, whatever. Um, right. But I'm going to take my chances. If I have a better chance of making it with the vaccine than without the vaccine, um, and it took me a while to get to this point. I'll be the first one to admit I was one of those. I don't know what's going to do to me five years from now. I still don't. But guess what? I have the better chance of if I do catch corona not to end up on a ventilator, I have a better chance of not ending up in the grave. And I'm going to take that risk. And that's my choice. But if you right. don't want to, that's your choice too. But you don't, I don't think that you should be on the court with the other players who have decided to do it. That's your choice as well. Stay home and not get paid. Yeah, they got to bring them. He'll provide. There'll be another job, you know, if that's what they get, if they don't get paid. It's, 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 that's something we don't want to, we don't want to, this is what the devil wants to do is divide us, and we need to really be careful with this, you know, not not getting divided behind this, this vaccination, because it's everybody's life, you know. Yeah. If I died tomorrow because I got corona, and I died and, and I wasn't, my body wasn't strong enough and stuff, that was Lucinda's choice. And I can say I lived a, a long life, you know what I mean? I guess because right. I, I lived and enjoyed who and did what I was. So I just, you know, we just we just can't allow this to to divide us, you know, just because we, because we all have our opinions and everybody, you know, strong women. So, but I think oh, we need definitely, to do. Definitely. I don't see it as a division, though. Honestly, I mean, cause it's, you have a right. Yeah, everybody has the right to do what they mm-hmm. want to do and and how they want to do it. 
I don't really necessarily think it's, it's dividing because division means that somebody's wrong. And like I said, I don't think you're, you're I'm not saying you specifically. Mm-hmm. This is, these people have a job to do. It'd be mm-hmm. the same thing as if you go to your job and your job says that we all have to be vaccinated. Okay, well, then if I'm not, then that's the choice that I make, and I might have to go find me another job. Um, right. I, I'm just saying that I, I don't think it's a, it's a division because, um, you know, you have the right to make your own decisions. However, right. by making that choice, you know, there's, just, there's either consequences, repercussions, or advantages for making the choice. That's with anything in life. Um, I just... You know, I just feel like if you don't, if as basketball players, if they don't want to do it, that's fine. But you just you won't be playing. That's the choice yeah. that you're making. So, but I, I do, I, I agree with Kareem. But okay, ladies, y'all going, and we gonna have, we might have to pick up with that on on at the, at the top of the show next week. But I just don't take the whole show with this. Come on, all right, keep on. Hitting on it for us. But now we get into the pick. It's time for the pick. It is time. We're almost at the end of the show. Uh oh. Why can I never? There we go. I will let you know there was a three way tie for first place. Janelle, ain't Lou, and they tied at 11 and 5. That means eight weeks still has one old overall total, 31 and 17. I'm in second at 30 and 18. And Janelle and Terry are tied at 29 and 19. Ooh, I'm telling you, these games have been great. So let's go ahead. we got to get through these. It's going to be kind of a lightning round, but um, let's get through these as quickly as we can. Thursday night kicks off with the Jaguars at the Bengals. Who y'all got, ladies? Bengals. Okay. Bengals. <laughs> Bengals. All right. That is a clean sweep. we with the Bengals. One o'clock game. Titans at the Jets. Titans. 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 All right. Clean sweep. All going with the Titans. Uh, oh, Chiefs at the Eagles. Chiefs. The Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, if the Chiefs can't get it rolling here with some problems in the city. All right, clean sweep. We're all rolling with the Chiefs. This is going to be a good game here. Panthers at the Cowboys. Yep, that's going Cowboys. Is that home? Cowboys should take it. I'm going Panthers. Yo, Janaya, I was thinking about that. So, Aunt Lou and Terry, you say Cowboys, right? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Janelle, I'm rolling with you. I'm I'm picking the Panthers. Even on the road. All right, so that's two and two. Okay, ooh. Then we have the Giants. Saints. I go with the Saints. I hope Josh Gordon show up. I mean James Winston. I hope he show up. I'm sorry, oh. I was reading something else. I hope Jameis Winston show up. I really do. I hope he show up. I, I'm going to roll with the Saints. Last time okay. they disappointed me, but I'm going to roll with the Saints. I know. I'm hoping we can get two games in a row from old Jameis, especially at home. Who that? Jameis better be that, though, I'm going to say. All right, we all rolling with the Saints. Okay, this is to be a good one. Browns at the Vikings. 
Hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I'm going brown. Me too, because I want them to beat the Vikings since they beat us. Brown. Hey, hey, Lou. Okay. Um, Vikings at home. I think I'm rolling with the Browns defense. Yeah, I, I, I see them stopping uh, Kirk Cousins. Okay, so that means we're all with the Browns. Then we have a divisional matchup, Lions at the Bears, the Battle of the Bears. Oh, Lord, that's going to be a <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Um I I'm gonna go with with the Bears. So am I. Bears. Yeah, then now watch this one be the one game the Lions win. But yeah, on the road right. I just, I, yeah. The Bears should win this game. Just depending on who's gonna be quite I don't know. I'm going with the Bears, too. It's a plain sweep. Okay, then we have the Texans at the Bills. 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 Oh, I got the Bills, too. All right, clean sweep. All going with the Bills. Uh, this is going to be a good one. Colts at the Dolphins. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Dolphins. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. What's going on with Tua? I haven't heard, but I haven't heard. I haven't heard he's back. Who is two are with? The Dolphins. The Dolphins. The Dolphins. Okay. Oh. Colts, what are their records? They both got a bad, if you ask me. I'm going with the Dolphins. I'm staying with the Dolphins. They at home. Hopefully they can pull it off. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I said uh, Dolphins. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I mean, they they probably have the best team with with a bad record. Uh, I just don't believe in in Carson Wentz, and um, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to roll with the Dolphins as well. All right, last one o'clock game. We got Washington at the Falcons. Well, that's gonna be a good game. Um, no, it's not. I'm gonna say Washington. Janelle. Tina, you know I'm. Tina, you know I'm going oh, with the okay. Falcons. Just checking. I know. Okay. Harris said Falcons. Um, that Washington defense is, is nothing to play with. Uh, I, I think I'm going with Washington. Falcons might pull it out, but uh, that doggone defense is true. Yeah, I'm a roll with Washington. Okay, so Aunt Lou and I are with Washington, and Terry and uh, Neil are the Falcons. All right, four o'clock games. We got the Seahawks at the Forty Niners. You Aunt know where I'm. Seahawks? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ladies? Um, I'm going with the 49ers. Okay. Terry? Mm. Packers. <laughs> I'm going to see how right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. See how 49ers. Yeah, yes. that's the divisional. Told you um, we Forty Niners. Okay. Okay. I had a brain lapse there. All right. Let's roll okay. it, baby. Let's roll. All right, I'm yeah. rolling with my Niners too. All right, uh, another divisional: Cardinals at the Rams. Oh, you know, gonna, this is gonna be a good game. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rams, but that's gonna be a tough game. I just feel it. Rams gotta pull yeah. it out. Yeah. 
I was putting question marks yeah, all over the place. I'm going with the Rams. Okay, Terry? I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Okay. Steelers at the Packers. Yeah, Tina, where you going? Rams? I'm sorry, yeah, Rams. Okay, so Terry's by herself. Yeah. Packers. Yeah. The Packers. I'm taking the Packers. Packers, okay. Packers. Neil? Packers. Packers. All right, we're all rolling with the Packers. All right, Ravens at the Broncos. This should be a good one. Ravens. Ravens. Jackson Bridgewater. Jackson Bridgewater. Uh, Jackson. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Bron with the Broncos. Okay. So I think I'm gonna roll with the Ravens. Oh, Broncos are at home now. That's the only reason I'm going with them. Yeah, I'm going to throw my first mind. I'm going with the Ravens. Okay, then we have the Sunday night game, Bucks at the Patriots. Ooh, Bucks. Okay. Uh, Bucks. Okay, and then Monday night, divisional, Raiders at the Chargers. Is it all four with the Bucks? All, I'm sorry, yeah, we're all with the Bucks. Chargers, I'm going to stick Home, it's gonna be another good game. That's gonna be a bad game, but you know that. Hey, somebody got music on. Sorry. What me? Uh, I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Okay. Terry. Okay, can can you repeat that? I'm trying to pick up my grandson from work. Oh no, that's fine. Raiders at the Chargers. That's for a cold. Raiders and the Chargers. I'm gonna go with Raiders. Raiders. Okay. Uh, and Lou and I are with the Chargers, and Terry and Janelle are at the, with the Raiders. All right, y'all. That is it, and that is the show. All right, we got 30 seconds shout out, and we'll start with Janelle. Um. I want to say go Braves, and I love you, ladies. <laughs> All right, Terry, you're up. I love you, ladies, and Tina. Let me tell you this real quick. I was traveling um, back into town on Sunday, and I was listening to ESPN, this commentator, female, and she was terrible. I said, that's Tina's spot right there. That's a spot. I love you guys. Be blessed. Amen. <laughs> I love you all. A uh, happy belated birthday to Johnny. I think his birthday was the 27th or 28th. Happy birthday, Johnny. I love you, Tina's, Tina's uncle. And I love you, ladies. Y'all have a wonderful and safe week. All right, ladies. And love we'll you be back. back next week. So then, y'all be blessed. Amen. Good night, right. girl. Bye, ladies. Bye. Love you. Or seven eight two six. 7924, that is the number to call to talk to the ladies of sports on Wednesday night. All right. We'll do our shout-outs here. Shout-out to, um, of course, Marlon. Shout-out to Ronbo of Ronbo Sports. Shout-out to uh, Marvin and Harold Chambers. Shout-out to Aunt Lou for bringing the strength once again with Lucinda's lyrics. And she was back. Yes, guess who's back? 
<laughs> she was back in full form. Thank God for that, uh, for healing grace. All right. Shout out to the ladies, Terry and Janelle, always for just um, bringing their wit and their um, uh, just their uh, the um, their thoughts and opinions. I love it, ladies, and I love how we are always um, authentic and true and honest. I love that. So I love you, ladies, and thank you for what you bring to the show. Of course, a great big shout-out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. Um, and please, um, if everyone in my family, I'm sorry, if, if everyone could keep my family in your prayers, um, it appears that uh, my cousin, Mavis, is in ICU. I know she's been battling some health issues there. So please, if y'all could keep my family lifted in prayer. Um, and last but by no means least, shout out to my mom, Miss Denise Green, just for everything you do for me for LL Sports too. Um, I love you, mommy. All right. So that is going to do it for the show tonight. We will be back next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that leaves us time for one more thing. That is TJ's motivational moment. Um, man, um, I just want to say. That um, you know, for the last couple of weeks, I think, um, or, or at least the last week, I've been just kind of acknowledging um, people in my life, um, the fact that how, I'm, how blessed I am, you know, to have such good friends. Um, of course, a wonderful family, wonderful support system. I was listening to a show today, and you know, of course, it's um, TV shows are fictional, but they come from a real place. You know, they say um, art uh, is imitation of. Uh, Fiction is an imitation of art, what, you know what I'm trying to say. But fiction happens, but it's about real life. And there was a line in this show, um, and I just it kind of made me cringe. She said, friends are just enemies in waiting. Let me repeat that. Friends are just enemies in waiting. Right now, I just want to pray over, um, I pray that if you are a person who believes that, or if that's the experience that you felt or had in your life, I just pray that God puts one good person in your path, one good family member, someone, a stranger or someone in your path, because if you truly believe that friends are just enemies in waiting, that means you have never had a connection with another person outside of your, I guess, immediate family that you could trust, that you could depend on, um, that you maybe could look up to or look out for. And that, to me, is a very lonely and non-existent. Because you have to have somebody, somebody. You always have God now, don't get me wrong. But there's somebody in your life that you can depend on, that you can go to. So I just pray that um, no one in the, under the sound of my voice or uh, in the realm of where we are now has that experience or is going through that experience. Because um, there's some good people out there in this world, y'all. Trust me, I know. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Until next time, be good to others, be good to yourselves, and most of all, y'all be blessed. Bye-bye.